It's my pleasure to welcome to this week's show Shadi Martini, the Director of Humanitarian Relief and Regional Relations for the Multi-Faith Alliance for Syrian Refugees. Welcome, Shadi. Thank you. Thank you, Jeannie, for having me. I understand, obviously, you've been part of this organization for quite some time. Could you give me uh, a little background into how you got involved in doing what you're doing? Actually, I uh, got involved with the Multi-Faith Alliance uh, for three years now. Um, it's, uh, the Multi-Faith Alliance for Syrian Refugees is a fairly new or- organization. I got involved after leaving Syria. So I was living in Syria in uh, 2011 when the events started unfolding and demonstrations started. And uh, I was forced to leave uh, Syria in 2012 because of my activities. I was helping uh, uh, people who uh, need medical treatment to get treatment so that uh, forced me to leave the country because the government was prosecuting people who were doing that. And when I went and started working with refugees and internally displaced people, I was approached by a new organization uh, called the Multiface Alliance for Syrian Refugees, asking if I can join to, you know, do the work of uh, helping Syrian refugees. That was becoming a huge uh, issue at that time in the media, and the number was growing. Uh, so fast that no uh, uh, governments or even the United Nations was capable of uh, helping by itself. Incredible. So your organization is one of the leading responses to the Syrian crisis, is it? Yes, it was uh, fairly early on, and I was like, uh, of course, there was a, l- a lot of established organizations, but uh, they they were... Since I was Syrian, I was living in Syria, I noticed that they were somehow surprised of the magnitude of uh, the human catastrophe that was happening uh, with the numbers. Mm-hmm. Like everyone thought it's going to be a limited thing, like a very thousand people will be affected. But when I came out and I um, talked to a lot of representatives of very big organizations, uh, and they all told me, well, it's not going to be a huge issue. And I told them, no, it's going to be huge. And and maybe at that time we were thinking hundreds of thousands and maybe more. And they said, we don't think it's going to be like this, but Uh. it turned out to be much, much bigger with millions now. More than 5.2 million refugees are registered, Syrian refugees. And so when I saw the multi-faith line uh, being established and to address this issue, I was very encouraged that uh, finally there is this coalition of faith groups from across the faith spectrum recognizing the huge problem and coming together to try to um, uh, help the suffering of the people affected by it. I can't even imagine what it must have been like to have to flee your country with all of this going on. What, can you share a little bit about that? Well, it, it was very hard because at that time, at the beginning, we were, you know, I wasn't politically active or anything, but I was just seeing suffering around me, and I just couldn't stand, like, sitting idly by. I always They always asked me, what made you do this? You know, mm-hmm. you're going to endanger your life. And I was always remember my son. He was like three years old at that time. And I always imagined, like, someday he's going to grow up and tell me, like, what happened in Syria and what did you do? I couldn't imagine myself telling him, well, I did nothing. So yes. I, it was it was something very personal for me. I saw the suffering and I had to react. And unfortunately, that put me at odds with my own government that didn't want me to help uh, our own citizens who were been suffering at that time. And uh, so when I, I left 
it's very hard. You know, you live with one suitcase. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I, I always thought I would come back, but it turned out I will uh, probably will never come back or maybe come back in decades right. after decades. I don't know. Yes. I hope I can come back next year, but it was very tough to leave everything behind. You said something. You said I could only leave with one suitcase. Is that because they really weren't allowing people to leave permanently, or how was that working? Oh, so a lot of times you have to leave in a rush. Mm-hmm. So when you rush, you take like what you think is small, you know, yeah. uh, useful for you. Sure. You think, uh, what do I pack? Most you know, important you, things. You, very, very, very dear stuff to you. To, and you leave you you can't you can't take everything a lot of stuff is in your home you yes. don't take out your pictures you don't take out the, the memories you know uh my generation we didn't have this digital age so most of our pictures were on memories or in paper and they're heavy so you take whatever you think is useful and you leave it's it's a, a survival you're in a survival mode yes. you have to survive you know you so it's 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 different from uh, you know when you plan to travel from one or uh, you know live in somewhere else you you feel higher track you put all your belongings but that's not the case with refugees refugees just they are fleeing for safety so they take the most essential stuff and they just run for it right it's not about the materialistic things it's about survival and getting out as fast as possible yes yeah so this all happened in March 2011 uh you know, they started cracking down on anyone suspected of being in the opposition? Uh, yes, there was actually no opposition at that time. It was okay. mainly a popular uh, uprising. There was no politics. People were frustrated. They were seeing what's going on in un- other uh, Arab countries. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, all, most Arab countries have dictatorships. They wanted change. The youth uh, saw that it's time, high time for change in the region. And, of course, uh, governments throughout the region had cracked down on them, and Syria was one of them. So it was a very heavy crackdown on uh, these people, and especially in my hometown in, of Aleppo. Uh, it was mainly in the university, which was uh, very close to my hospital. Was I was managing a hospital at that time. I was the manager of a hospital. So we would see the, the beatings, the people being followed, being beaten oh. in front of uh, our hospitals. So, yeah. We witnessed all of that. Unbelievable. I can't even imagine. And then you you founded in 2014 the Refugee Support Group. Well, yes, that was that was something that... So after I left Syria, I was doing a lot of, uh, you know, volunteering uh, and uh, in, in neighboring countries. And at that time, there was an influx of refugees uh, going into Europe. Before we saw this huge influx... Uh, Back in 2015 through Greece, there was one that started through uh, Bulgaria, actually, in, uh, in 2013. And I, I know the language. I, I, I used to uh, live for uh, some time in Bulgaria, so I learned the language. So I had a lot of connection. So there was about 30,000 mainly Syrian refugees crossing into Bulgaria, and they were in a very, very bad situation. So with other volunteers, our own resources, we founded something called the refugee support group that helped uh, the refugees that were going into Eastern Europe to, you know, to survive because the situation was very bad. The treatment was very bad. So we had to react with local volunteers and volunteers from throughout Europe. You know, it's interesting listening to you because I only know about this through what I read in the paper, what I see on TV. But to talk to somebody who's actually lived 
through this and seeing what you've seen is unbelievable. So I appreciate your, you know, openness. Um, tell me about the Multi-Faith Alliance for Syrian Refugees. Well, the Multi-Faith Alliance for Syrian Refugees is a very interesting start. It's, it's actually started as um, somehow of a Jewish response to the uh, Syrian crisis, which is a, a very uh, interesting thing because, you know, uh, for instance, Syrian and uh, Israelis and Jewish populations in, in general are, are not uh, seen as friends right. or friendly to each other. So it, it started like this, but it grew to become this interface group that involved Muslims, Christians, Sikhs, Hindus, from you know religious, uh, secular organizations, but mainly religious organizations from across the religious, religious spectrum, and uh, to help Syrian refugees. So this is why really it attracted me, because I saw something different, mm-hmm. you know, involving so many. Uh, people in uh, in helping and people who traditionally are not tend to look at Syria favorably and the Syrian people. This is why I was very much encouraged and wanted to promote the Multiface Alliance. It started with 13 organizations. Now the Multiface Alliance is uh, 90 plus organizations uh, wow. working together to help uh, Syrian refugees. And of course, we we do a lot of advocacy. We do a lot of uh, work on the ground through our network. And we do a lot of uh, new uh, ways of providing aid to Syrian. And, of course, the uniqueness that happened uh, in the last year was the ability of the Multiface Alliance with its partners to, uh, to get aid through, the, through Israel, through the northern uh, border of Israel, to southern Syria to help Syrian sustain and in this area, which was very, very hard hit by the conflict. I want to share, I put all your information, Shadi. If you're just tuning in, we're speaking with Shadi Martini. Um, I put all the, your information on my show blog, which is called getthefunkoutshow.kuci.org. And I just want to explain, my show features people that have been through all kinds of ups and downs and struggles. So uh, this was you know, relevant to my listeners in hearing about what you went through and obviously other people's struggles. I want to share some of the numbers I have up on the show blog. 4.8 million registered refugees have fled to Lebanon, Turkey, Jordan, Iraq, and Egypt, where they struggle to survive in overcrowded refugee camps, abandoned buildings, public parks, and with some compassionate host families. 80% of the refugees are vulnerable women and children, and only 10 or 20% of refugees are living in camps. That's unbelievable. Yes, actually, the numbers have risen since the last one you've given. It's uh, about 5.3 million now registered wow. refugees. So it's, it's uh, bigger. And, and that's even though the neighboring countries have restricted the access of uh, Syrian refugees to their territory. Mm-hmm. So even though they've restricted that, it's the refuge flow of refugees continues to to grow, and this is why we hope somehow there is a some level decrease of uh, violence in Syria. So at least we won't have a continuous increase of refugees. Now you're involved in an event on Sunday, uh, the Orange County Interfaith Community for a concert to benefit the Multi-Faith Alliance for Syrian Refugees. Sunday, December third, two to three p.m. Uh, it's at the Neighborhood uh, Congregational Church, three forty. Uh, St. Anne's Drive, Laguna Beach. Uh, tell me about this this event. 
Well, uh, this is an event by uh, local uh, volunteers and activists that have been uh, very much involved in helping uh, refugees and war victims in the area. We we met through mutual work. Uh, They've been wonderful. One of the people who is going to do the uh, the concert is, is actually a volunteer that worked with refugees also in uh, in Greece. Uh, we had tremendous support from in Orange County. People were were very sympathetic to uh, the Syrian refugees and Syrian war victims, and uh, so we did uh, an event uh, last year that was very uh, successful. And we're and now we're we're doing this concert to try to raise funds for a new program that we have, that we are now, what the Multi-Face Alliance is doing is to establish this program called Adopt a Container. Okay. That uh, some congregation or communities can adopt a container, pay for the cost of the shipping of this container to go to a serious war victim to help them uh, uh, survive. And uh, what we do is we provide the aid from one of our organizations and we have local uh, NGOs and uh, volunteers that distributed the aid and documented. And it, was, uh, it has been a very good success that uh, helped us uh, send aid uh, to Syria in the amount of uh, $64 million this year until wow. now. So it was a very, very successful program. It was an amazing program. And when I present, uh, uh, you know, at the concert before the concert starts, I will give... Uh, a presentation and pictures of how the transformation that uh, the Multiface Alliance and its partners have done in these regions that we were involved in, and it's, it's amazing results. And uh, and you see it on the face of people who receive these aid and how appreciative they are and how really it has changed their lives for the better. That's fantastic. I want to give a little uh, bit of information if people want to find out more about the event. Let's see, the website is. It's the OC Multi-Faith Alliance. I know they can go to that, and I'm going to put all the information up on my show blog, which is getthefunkoutshow.kuci.org. Oh, here it is. You can visit multifaithalliance.org slash OC to adopt a container or donate. Again, the event is Sunday, December 3rd, 2 to 3 p.m. at the Neighborhood Congressional Church in Laguna Beach. Shadi, is there any last bit of info you would like to share with the listeners? Well, I would, I would just, you know, hope that uh, people will uh, come and, and, and listen to the magnificent music and uh, probably, you know, hear, hear my presentation and see what we, we have to offer. And, of course, we have materials uh, that we will distribute for anyone who's uh, interested in, uh, in helping out and, and enjoying our, joining our efforts and getting involved. There's a lot of uh, ways that people can help. Uh, so I hope people can uh, can join us and uh, thank the organizers for their hard work. It's uh, I know it's, it's very tough and very time-consuming, and thank you very much for having me to spread the word oh, my pleasure. In, uh, in the area. My pleasure. Uh, Shadi, thank you so much. Shadi Martini, the Director of Humanitarian Relief and Regional Relations for MFA. Thank you so much, and I hope to meet you sometime. Thank you. 